0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. So, joining us now, Robbie Weinstein from 24 7 Sports covering the, the Commodore is up there. I think the most surprising thing about Vanderbilt is this. You know, offensively, they, they haven't been good in my life, <laughs> to be totally honest, outside of maybe the Franklin days. But this team is not great defensively, and they're not good defensively. With Derek Mason and his reputation, that's what I find surprising. Why isn't this team better defensively?
1: yeah I mean coming into the season, I thought they could be you know approaching an average s e c defense and uh, yeah they did look really good against texas a and m so I think it's a combination of a few things, certainly part of it has been the like covid issues and injuries uh the defense got hit really hard by various absences over the um You know, the last three games, so that was uh, LSU, South Carolina, and Ole Miss. You know, they got most of their guys back for Ole Miss after a number of guys were out for South Carolina. I mean, they were down to, like, they were playing true freshmen uh, at safety who were just never would have played this year in a normal season. They would have redshirted just kind of run-of-the-mill three-star guys who could end up being good players, but you would never expect them to get thrown into an SEC game. So I, I think that has been an issue. But at the same time, even the more experienced defensive backs have not been very successful this season. Both in coverage and missing tackles has also been a really big issue. So I don't really know, you know, the reason for that. I don't know if it's a coaching issue. I don't know if it's you know they just missed on some guys. I think the defensive line uh, overall has been pretty solid. and has good upside. They've got some good depth. And then uh, you know linebacker. There have been guys who have been in and out of the lineup. I think that unit, especially the inside linebackers, have some potential. But uh, there's no doubt they've been hit pretty hard by uh, guys being in and out of the lineup. And uh, you know, in a weird season like this, I don't know how much better that's going to get the rest of the way.
0: So you know five weeks ago you know Vanderbilt's secondary being like that, I would have I would have said well it 's probably going to be a really long day for the Commodores, but with the way state has played these past few weeks you know I don't know if that's going to be the case or not how are they how are they going to match up with this air raid offense
1: It's an interesting question because it's not like you know I mean Mississippi State got shut out last week, obviously yeah. that's a much better opponent in Alabama uh, Vanderbilt I think is you know, I don't think this is a great matchup for their secondary. Their corners have been playing pretty far off the line of scrimmage and giving a lot of cushion, and I'm just not sure that that's a recipe for success against Mississippi State if they continue to do that. Uh, and, you know, you, you would assume that the reason these guys are playing, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 yards back off the line of scrimmage is that they're potentially going to get beat deep if they do play up on the line of scrimmage, or at least that's what the, the staff thinks. So, you know, they're going to have to get better safety play, I think, in order to make up for the issues at cornerback. And uh, you know, one of their starting safeties, Donovan Kaufman, is a true freshman, a really good player. He's out for the season, so they're just they're really running low on defensive backs that can you know play at a decent level in SEC. And for that reason, I, I don't uh, I don't think it's a great matchup against Mississippi State for them. I, I had some similar concerns against Ole Miss last week, and look what happened.
0: Offensively, you know, Seals has been pretty good as a true freshman. Uh, I think you, you know there's some promise there with him, but they haven't been able to run the ball very effectively this year. That's not what you, again, what you would expect from Vanderbilt with the success they've had in the past few years with Ralph Webb and Keyshawn Vaughn. Can this, you know, Mississippi State's been pretty good against the run this this year. Uh, is that going to be a situation where State can make Vanderbilt one-dimensional?
1: Well, I, I, I know that Vanderbilt's yards per carry numbers don't look very good, but I actually think they have been pretty successful running the ball this year. Mm-hmm. Just in that um, uh, it's the offensive line has been better run blocking than pass blocking. The offensive line is basically a total patchwork unit. After you know a, a starter from last year transferred, and then four guys who were going to be rotational guys opted out before the season, so they've really struggled in pass protection. But the very few chunk plays that they've been able to have on offense especially with Javion Marleau running back, like it has come in the run game. The thing is, Marlowe is suspended right now for a violation of team rules. So Keon Henry-Brooks is, is the starting running back right now. And he's a good player. Uh, he didn't have a lot of success last week, uh, you know, just in terms of like a yards per carry perspective. But, you know, so I, I actually would expect him to run the ball decently well this week. I, I think the thing is, the passing game, it's just not. They, they don't have the offensive line to really protect fields very well at this point. So, you know, that's an easy thing to plan for if you're Mississippi State, I would say, is you know they're going to want to get the ball out quickly. And I think you can prepare for that. So, yeah, I, Vanderbilt to only score 21 points on Mississippi State, yeah, they moved the ball a decent amount. Or not on Mississippi, Mississippi State, on Ole Miss. They moved the ball a decent amount, but. I think it shows the limitations of the offense that against maybe the worst defense in the SEC, they were only able to put up 21 points. So there's there's a lot of opportunities for Mississippi State, I think, this week.
0: When I saw the line for this game, I mean, I'll be honest with you, covering Mississippi State and seeing the way they've been playing offensively, I saw 16.5 points. I think it's up to 18, 19 now. Yeah, I, I was yeah. surprised. I was surprised because I don't know, you know, I, I, I didn't – it doesn't make sense to me the way State's playing that, that that you can make them that big of a favorite. You've seen Vanderbilt play more than I have, obviously. I don't know how much you've seen Mississippi State, but does that line seem right to you?
1: Yeah, it, that's an interesting one because, uh, as you said, Mississippi State just hasn't looked good recently. I, I think right now you have to assume that Vanderbilt is, is going to be blown out in every SEC game until they prove otherwise. So, yeah, I think the line is right. Uh, could they could they cover? Yeah, I think there's a decent shot that they could cover because I think if you look at the roster, even with the, the losses, I don't think the roster is that awful. I don't think it's a historically awful roster. Uh, it, it's not a good roster. There, there's no doubt that by SEC standards, you would project this team to be at the bottom of the league. But I, I think you know with with guys being in and out, and there's so much conversation about. Uh, Derek Mason's future. I think there's a lot going on there uh, that has probably contributed to the poor performance so far. I-, I think until they turn it around and like really show it on the field that that Texas A and m game feels like a really long time ago and and so until that point I, I wouldn't buy Vanderbilt as probably you know being in that a ten point underdog range or really being you know in a in position to win an SEC game until they kind of show that they can play a close game again because the last three games have been total
0: destruction what's the game plan for Vanderbilt to come in into Starkville and get out with a win?
1: well offensively like like always they're gonna try to get the ball out quickly when when they do pass the ball I imagine they'll try to uh, establish the run game early probably yeah defense is gonna be interesting because uh, they you know, like what are they what are they going to do? Ideally, you would try to get pressure on the quarterback to try to disrupt the passing game. But I think Mississippi State is so good at the quick hitters. Uh, you know, in Vanderbilt, like I said, their corners play off the line of scrimmage. I, I just don't really have an answer for what they're going to do defensively. But I, I do think you know maybe like using up a lot of clock would be something that Vanderbilt will look at. Uh, and, and try to pound the ball in the run game. I mean, if they don't control the clock, I, I don't know, you know, how they stay in the game, barring forcing a bunch of turnovers. So that would be the other thing: is they're going to have to be opportunistic on defense. I know Mississippi State does, you know, throw some picks, so that will be something that, you know, hopefully Vanderbilt, from their perspective, will will try to take advantage of. And just, you know, when they when there's a play to be made. They have to make it. I think, for instance, if there's an interceptable pass, you can't be dropping interceptions
0: this week. And then you know, I, just sort of a big-picture question to wrap us up here with Vanderbilt because there's so much talk about the statements that have come from the athletic department and how they want to, they want to run things up there. Uh, a winless season, is Derek Mason in a lot of trouble even in this COVID year?
1: Well, I mean, you know, from a logical perspective, I think so because – they went three and nine last year, so at the SEC level, what coach wouldn't be in trouble if you go three and nineteen in your last twenty-two games? Fair. It would actually be three and twenty in his last twenty-three games because they lost the, the bowl game uh, in uh, twenty eighteen. So, uh, you know, at, at some point, the results are the results, and uh, certainly in recruiting, other schools have been hammering. Vanderbilt's targets with, hey Mason's going to get fired. Mason's going to get fired. Now I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'm sure they haven't made a decision. There's a lot of ways. You know, there's a, there's a lot of time left in the season. There's a lot of ways that things can go from here. But yeah, I mean, if they go 0 and 10, that record is just so ugly that um, you know I, I think from a logical perspective and looking back at it historically, when does a coach ever survive after? consecutive seasons like 2019 and 2020
0: would be if they do go 0-10. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I feel like when, when coaches, want, when they need to be fired, somebody always finds a way to, to come up with the money, and it's, it's never really a problem. Right. So we'll see what happens Saturday. Big game for both teams, you know, looking for a, for a much-needed win uh, in start. Well, Robbie Weinstein, appreciate you joining me, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.